0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, June 28, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. The Obama administration and California Governor Jerry Brown refused to provide a defense for laws on the books. In one case, it was the Defense of Marriage Act. In the other, California's Proposition 8. The result, if allowed to continue, will be a large aggrandizement of the executive branch at both the state and federal level. So says Ilya Shapiro, Senior Fellow in Constitutional Studies at the Cato Institute quite apart
1: from the effect on gay marriage and what uh, effect, if any, does Prop 8 still have in California and where is it operative and who can get marriage licenses and so forth. The decision based on standing actually gives a lot of power to executives, uh, federal but especially at the state level. That is, think about what the court did here. It said that because the governor and attorney general of California declined to appeal or even defend Prop 8, nobody had standing to do so. That means anytime the governor and attorney general of a state or indeed of the United States, with the president and the attorney general, uh, all they have to do is ask one of their friends to file a lawsuit against that particular law uh, and then decline to, f- to defend it in court. That was also an issue in the Windsor case, remember, because Attorney General Holder, uh, at President Obama's uh, order, declined to defend DOMA uh, at a certain provision. And we can discuss whether that was proper or not, but luckily in this case, even though I'm against DOMA Section 3, I'm against Prop 8, but I I think that courts should treat... Uh, actual cases and controversies and decide the merits of these cases, Um, the uh, House of Representatives provided a group to defend DOMA. uh, And the Republicans were in the majority, at least in the House, uh, and therefore they could authorize, they had standing, uh, to uh, stand in the shoes of the government to defend DOMA. In California, that wasn't the case. And the Supreme Court said here that, well, that means nobody can do it. Uh, And this has great ramifications, uh, especially for the 26 states that have state initiatives where people can pass uh, legislation directly, referenda, uh, popular initiatives, plebiscites of various kinds, whether they be amending state constitutions uh, or just passing normal laws. Uh, Again, the executive might not like one of these popular initiatives, be it on property rights, be it on taxes, be it environmental regulation. I mean, you could agree or disagree with the substance of it. Uh, but uh, if nobody can, um, uh, can defend it, once the executive declines to, uh, then effectively the governor, the attorney general can nullify these laws. That is very dangerous for executive power.
0: Jerry Brown, uh, for his part, even though it's not totally clear with respect to Prop 8, what's what how that ought to be interpreted, he's made clear that he doesn't like Prop 8 and he's treated it as null and void statewide, which uh, speaks to your point that if you don't like something as a governor, you can just not enforce it.
1: Yeah, there's an interesting follow-on. Uh, earlier in June, Jerry Brown had gotten an opinion from Kamala Harris, the attorney general of California, about what would happen if Uh, not just uh, the Supreme Court lacked jurisdiction, but also they vacated as they ended up doing the Ninth Circuit, the appellate decision, because it's unclear, there's an academic debate, when a district court, as the case was here, nullifies a law, issues an injunction, does that apply only to the direct parties before it, two couples in this case, only the district, in this case Alameda and Los Angeles County, uh, or the entire state. He, Jerry Brown, under the advice of his Attorney General, decided that it was the entire state, and they're proceeding that way. There might be state law challenges to that, uh, uh, and, and so forth. But uh, at the end of the day, this is more than about gay marriage. I mean, the practical effects, Prop 8 obviously does relate to gay marriage. Uh, but Jerry Brown, I'm sure, also doesn't like certain limitations on the taxing power and on uh, property rights uh, protections. Um, uh, and uh, the, the, you could have conservative government uh, governors in other states going the other way. Uh, Let me just read you something that uh, Anthony Kennedy concluded his dissent in the Perry case, because this is instructive, and unlike some criticism that he's gotten for his Windsor-Doma opinion, this is very clear. In the end, what the court fails to grasp or accept is the basic premise of the initiative process. And it is this. The essence of democracy is that the right to make law rests in the people and flows to the government, not the other way around. Freedom resides first in the people without need of a grant from government. The California initiative process embodies these principles and has done so for over a century. In California and the 26 other states that permit initiatives in popular referendums, the people have exercised their own inherent sovereign right to govern themselves. The court today frustrates that choice. That's the real problem with legitimacy and uh, popular sovereignty.
0: With respect to the federal government with president obama refusing to defend doma even though he is the head of the executive branch uh, have we seen anything like this before
1: it happens occasionally the way that uh, the executive branch's duty uh, uh, before courts is understood is that, <clears throat> excuse me is that uh, government lawyers are supposed to defend Uh, federal laws unless there is no plausible argument to be made. So just because you think uh, the equities might be on one side or the other, or you think ultimately it should go one way or another, unless you think that there are no non-frivolous arguments to make, you should be defending that law. So uh, I think the criticism that Uh, President Obama and Attorney General Holder have gotten in uh, stopping to defend DOMA uh, is valid to a a large extent, even though, again, I agree with them that DOMA is unconstitutional.
0: Ilya Shapiro is a senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.